Hi, everybody. Bryant Greening with Legal Rideshare. I'm here today with Dr. Calarco. Uh, Dr. Calarco, how are you doing today? I'm doing well, Brian. How are you? I'm doing great. We're excited to have you. It's a special day in the uh, This Week in Rideshare podcast. Um, instead of talking about uh, recent news and the what's going on in, in the rideshare world, we figured we'd bring on a doctor to help uh, explain exactly what's necessary, what's required when you're um, injured in a car accident from the medical perspective, and how uh, doctors like yourself can assist rideshare drivers and, and people who are injured in the, those sorts of accidents. Um, so I think the best thing to do is just let you jump in if you can introduce yourself and just explain what you do. Sure. My name is Dr. Christopher Calarco. Uh, so I'm a trained chiropractor, uh, focus in sports medicine early on, and then realized there was a lot of overlap between sports injuries and car accidents. Even some of these minor damage car accidents that you know can really create havoc in the body. And what we've been able to do is over the last 12 years, we've been able to actually put together a really tight-knit group of providers from chiropractors to specialists who have their own bread and butter practices, who focus on sports injuries, family injuries, et cetera, but then also have carved out uh, a niche like this where it comes to personal injuries, you know, for their patients. It's something that, you know, needs to be looked at very specifically, as you know, it's a little bit different than the normal pathology we see, not so much in the injuries, but how detailed the documentation has to be, how well the communication has to be uh, done back and forth between the medical and the legal teams just to make sure that that person, you know, gets everything that they need and are taken care of. So um, I'm the executive and managing clinic director at Accident Treatment Centers. And again, we've been basically focused um, really on dealing with those auto accident injuries for the last 12 years. You know, we're so appreciative to have people like you in the community because it it is hard to find doctors who really understand the nitty gritty of a personal injury case. Um, I tell my clients all the time that your doctor is every bit as important, if not more important than your lawyer, uh, because the doctor's the one a lot of times creating the evidence. When we talk about a personal injury, the medical records are the evidence of the injury. And depending on how detailed it is, depending on the causation that that's linked up, that can make or break your case. So it's really beneficial to have doctors that focus on these sorts of cases. Um, what sorts of injuries are you guys seeing? Tell me a little bit about your practice and, and you know what you're seeing and, and how you can help people uh, after a car accident. Sure. So when I know when sometimes when people think car accidents, accidents, they're thinking catastrophic injuries. Most of the time, most of the time, not always, which is scary sometimes, but most of the time when somebody has these catastrophic injuries, you know, they need the neck braces, they're going to the ER right away, right? To look for any kind of significant red flag pathology, any issues that are life-threatening in the moment. What we see is a lot of times the patients who are cleared by the ER or who haven't gone to the ER, and we may be the, the first point of contact for that patient who realizes they're in a lot of pain, they have issues, and they need to get addressed uh, pretty much immediately. Even with, again, these minor fender benders, as you know, the first day for some people might not feel as bad, but once all the muscles react, once the uh, systemic inflammatory response hits the body, a lot of people on day two, on day three, are in a considerable amount of pain when maybe right after the accident, due to the uh, you know the rush of adrenaline and other factors, they may not have thought they've been injured right away. So we see basically injuries across the board. We're gonna see a lot of whiplash injuries, and that's gonna be due to the just a quick stop and start where basically the neck or the lower back is just really quickly thrown forward and then backwards, that can really create havoc 
for not only your brain, which can lead to concussion and other like symptoms, um, but can also lead to injuries of the small ligaments up and down the spinal column, you know, muscle injuries up and down the neck and the lower back. Uh, we commonly, unfortunately, do see fractures in certain areas, um, especially certain fractures that are hairline may not show up right away. Uh, so the patient may think they're okay. They have a little bit of pain. We take an x-ray a couple of days later and we notice, hey, you know what? We do have a little hairline fracture here. Here's why you're experiencing these symptoms. Um, and then if you think about kind of the physics involved in car accidents, you'll have your hands flailing around. Uh, so you have a lot of hand, arm, elbow, shoulder injuries, obviously neck and back like we discussed. Uh, again, lower back many times due to the seatbelt, shoulder injuries due to the seatbelt as well. Um, and then if someone knows that they're about to be struck, Many times their instinct is to just put their foot down on the pedal as fast as possible and brace. And bracing can actually be one of the worst things that you can do. Uh, it's, it, you know, it's an innate uh, instinct. It's a reaction that everybody has when they're in accidents. But what it's going to do, it's going to tighten up uh, a lot of the structures in your body. And especially when you impact your foot on the floor, your knee on the dashboard. And for, uh, you know, many of these other uh, traumatic injuries, it's actually going to lead to an exacerbation of those injuries and uh, make them considerably worse. So long story short, you know, we deal with it all from concussions to everything throughout the body that you're going to see uh, from an accident. And I will say there's a considerable difference between, again, the people who wear seatbelts and the people who don't wear seatbelts. Uh, if you've ever seen any of these videos on YouTube where um, two people are maybe in the backseat of an Uber having a conversation and then, boom, there's an accident. And one of them winds up like in the front seat. You know, unfortunately, that's a dangerous situation, but uh, it is something that we see on the day to day. I love the advice. We we stress that as well. So, you know, one of the things that you brought it up is that you're not necessarily feeling pain at the scene. We get so many calls from people who said, you know, I was in an accident two days ago and I'm feeling awful and I didn't report the injury uh, to the police. And now I don't even know if I have a personal injury case to bring because there's this period of time between the date of the accident and the, the date that I'm starting to feel this. You're saying that's common. Is, is that right? It is. I mean, so it depends on obviously how fast the vehicles were going, the weight of the vehicles. There's a lot of physics involved. But at the end of the day, if you just break it down statistically, there's a large number of people, again, due to the adrenaline rush, due to the actual impact. Uh, thank God, due to airbags and all the safety measures that we have in the cars now, they may not feel those things right away. But it's very rare that we deal with a patient who on day two, day three is not extremely concerned because they haven't gone and gotten checked out initially. They've waited, they thought they were okay. And then again, the in systemic inflammation like really hits, you start to get the muscles that clamp down on the areas of injury. So you start not to be able to move as well. And I mean, it's a scary feeling. It's a scary feeling when, you know, you think you maybe you've avoided some injuries after a car accident, you're counting your blessings, and then you're having that kind of response on day two and day three, you know, and that's why I think, um, and I think you would definitely agree with this advice too. It's so important to get checked out right away, even if you feel okay. Yeah, because me, again, you are, go ahead, piggyback no, on that, say, please. Let me ask you about that. So if you say you, you have, you know, some symptoms, you feel like, well, you know, I'm shaken up. Should I go see the doctor in that situation? Is that what you would recommend? I would, because if you think about it, if you are, if you, you should get checked out regardless, right? Go to the ER. Um, if you feel like you cannot go to the ER, which some people may have issues there, they don't want to take the ambulance ride, et cetera. I would suggest you do. But the second to that would be go see your doctor. Go make sure that you get checked out by somebody because it's much, much better, even for your peace of mind, to get cleared, 
to, to know like, hey, the doctor's taking a look, they've taken images, you can see that there's nothing specific going on, you know, and then on day two, day three, maybe when something does pop up, you have the peace of mind to know, hey, you know what, I did get checked out, but there are some minor things that are happening here. And it's not so much of a panic. It's not so much of a stressor. Because again, if you don't get checked out immediately, you know, worst case scenario is they can clear you, you're all good to go. And you know that, uh, or they're going to actually give you some minor, minor muscle relaxers, some pain relievers, and implement some treatments that can help you maybe avoid the significant amount of pain that you're going to experience on day two and day three. It's interesting to hear that from the medical perspective, because we tell people from the legal perspective, you need to go get checked out so that there's not too much of a gap in the treatment between the day of the incident and the day that you actually see a doctor. I, I like to hear the, the medical component of that is make sure you're okay. Get the x-rays, get the, the physical examination, check those boxes off. Like you said, for peace of mind, God forbid something is wrong. You can start the medical process right away rather than let things just linger and get worse. And you're also helping, helping your personal injury claim by ensuring that soon after the accident, you made these complaints and, and there's documentation that you weren't okay after the accident, that you needed to get checked up or checked out. And then we can take that, that treatment as far as it needs to go. If it's one or two sessions with a doctor, just as checkups, great. If it happens to be physical therapy, that's fine too. Or God forbid you find yourself in surgery six months later, at least we've got a nice uh, path of documentation as to when this all started. I love it. And I just want to jump in there and say two things. Number one, treat yourself because for some reason, and I don't know what it is, but people, if it was their child, I think they would take them to the doctor immediately in vast majority of these cases. Treat yourself like that. For some reason, you don't have to grin and bear it. You don't have to sit there and be in pain. You don't have to not, you know, worry about not knowing exactly what's going on. Get checked out right away. On the medical side, it's going to be extremely important. The sooner that you're able to diagnose and treat these injuries, hopefully, and in most cases, the shorter your treatment time can be. Also, you can maybe avoid that peak of pain that people get at the two, three, four day period uh, by getting the proper treatments. And then to piggyback on something else, you said, you know, we also deal with auto insurance companies, you know, and we see the problem that patients have with, thank God that many of them have, you know, legal protection and legal representation because the amount of hoops that they have to jump through sometimes when they haven't gotten checked out right away, when they don't have the objective evidence of those injuries, when they don't have a medical record that shows that, hey, you know what, this person was in an accident, they thought it was serious enough to get checked out right away. There's a lot of ramifications on the medical side. And obviously, as you know, on the legal side, when you don't get checked out right away and actually have a firm idea on what the path is going to be for you. Again, whether that's a few visits or whether that's extensive treatment with multiple providers, you need to know that early and you need to know that as fast as possible. And just to follow up on, on something you said, getting that treatment early, how do I decide whether I need to go to an ER or if I can wait to, to make an appointment with you a, a day or two later? What, what's the, the test on, on that decision? That's a very, very, um, it's a very complicated question in some ways, but in other ways, it's simple. And I think the simplest answer is I would go to the ER and get checked out in the vast majority of cases. Uh, it's going to make sure that you get the imaging right away. You're going to make sure that if you, do if you do have any of those injuries, they're not exacerbated or made worse by things that you're doing throughout the day. They have everything in one place, right? You're going to have quality physicians. You're going to have the imaging. You're going to have the diagnostic testing that you need. All of that is going to be extremely important. And then you can always go. And they're more than likely, after a car accident, going to make the recommendation for you to go to see your own provider. 
or go see another provider who is actually well-versed in car accident injuries. So first and foremost, I would say 99% of the cases, please go to the ER. You know, <laughs> however, things aren't always textbook. We know that people don't always do that. And if you're not going to go to the ER, which we highly recommend, please, 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 as fast as possible. And I mean, within a day or two, uh, and even sometimes I think that may be too long. Please get in with your own physician uh, and a physician who actually understands car accident injuries and do get checked out. Because again, it's going to make a massive difference on the treatment protocols and how fast you recover. Yeah, and I'll just say, repeating myself, and I think repeating you, it is so important from both the medical and legal side to go early. These gaps in treatment become really difficult for attorneys and doctors to deal with for different reasons. Um, when I talk to the insurance companies and they say, your guy's accident happened on Monday and he didn't go get treatment until the following Saturday, how do I know nothing else happened? Or people who are injured, really, they go and get treatment. Um, I don't want to have to to stand up for you and explain that gap in treatment. It might that makes my job really difficult because what am I going to say? You know, it, 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 the point is well taken. People who are hurt should go get treatment. So don't put yourself in that position uh, where your case becomes weaker because of uh, inaction uh, that you didn't have to take. Right. And we see it all the time, too, where somebody has, again, delayed the treatment and it, for, for specific reasons. Right. I think the healthcare system, especially in the U.S., can be very difficult to navigate, especially maybe if you're uninsured or underinsured. Right. When it comes to health insurance, you may have never been in an accident before. You're confused about the process. And I think platforms like this, you know, getting the word out there, letting people know that just do what is common sense. And that would be if somebody's hurt, go get checked out right away. That's lead to good things on both the medical side and on the legal side, as you said. And with regard to insurance, so somebody who doesn't have health insurance, who, who doesn't have very good health insurance, how is it that they can you know, come to you and, and get the treatment that they need? And that's one of the biggest obstacles, I feel like, is people worry about the payment side of things before worrying about their health, you know, which can be understandable in some cases. You know, however, it often leads to the same outcome. They're in bad shape physically, they haven't gotten checked out and it drags out their treatment process. It can actually hurt their legal case. And that's the thing about personal injury. There's auto insurance, right? And there's attorneys like you who are protecting those clients and making sure that they get everything that they need. It's going to be crucial uh, that when you're in an accident, you understand, especially in the state of Illinois, there are, are liens. And what a lien is, is just a piece of paper or a contract between physicians like myself and the attorney like you who's representing that client that says, hey, look, Doctors like me are going to go ahead and make sure we do everything we can and provide all the treatment we need, uh, regardless of the testing, regardless of the office visits or anything else, to make sure that you are in the right place, to make sure that you are getting everything you need. We are not going to charge the patient. We are not going to send them a bill. What we're going to do is we're just going to keep track of our bills. And when that patient, when you know that person in the car accident's treatment is done, we're going to go ahead and submit those to the attorney. And that lien basically says that the attorney will go ahead when the case settles and negotiate our bills and take care of uh, you know your medical bills at settlement. So there's really no reason uh, to not get checked out. As long as you have attorney representation, as long as you make sure that you're protected, you know, health insurance, whether substandard or no health insurance, the lien and the ability for these doctors to not worry about payment, to not go after the patients for payment, even if something happens with the case, even if the case, let's say, gets dropped, even if there's all the things that you see on a day-to-day, -day, that's going to be crucial in 
providing that patient with peace of mind to know that they can get everything they need and not worry about the financial aspect. And I mean, you know this better than anybody. When you're in an accident, you have so much on your mind. Your car may be totaled. You're in a lot of pain. You may not be thinking straight. You know, you may have family obligations and you may have to take time off work. And all of that stuff is going to put financial strain on you. And the last thing we want as providers who treat auto accident injuries is for the patient to worry about that. So any quality uh, medical provider, chiropractor, PT, specialist, surgeon who understands personal injury will work on a lien and will provide that treatment um, with no direct charge to the patient. And it will be taken out at the end when the case settles. It's so important that people understand that the inability to pay for treatment is the number one reason why people tell me that they don't get it. This gap in treatment that we've been discussing, it does not need to happen. You do not need to wait to go get treatment because you're afraid of the bill. That's why doctors like yourself are so important to our community, to our, you know, to the personal injury field, because you're providing the treatment that people need to get better while giving them the peace of mind that they're not going to have to pay for it out of pocket every time that they show up. So it's just, it's invaluable that, you know, that you're a piece of, of the pie here that you can help our clients and, and our clients can then uh, get, get better because that's what this is all about. Um, and then the last thing that I would say is that's also why there, it's important that there's such trust between the medical office and the legal office you know that when when my patient or when my clients come to you, we're going to fight like hell to, to make sure that their uh, case is, is taken care of, that we're going to ensure that they're adequately compensated, which in turn ensures that your bill gets paid. So um, when you have a, a good lawyer and a good doctor and a patient who's willing to do what they need to do to help themselves, uh, that triangle, those three points of the triangle really help to make a solid personal injury case and make sure that everybody is taken care of at the end. Yeah. And if you don't mind, I'm just going to jump on, jump in there for a second. As physicians too, who see this on the day-to-day, who see auto accident uh, injuries, who treat patients and do everything we can to get them better, you know, there are, uh, you you know, certain firms who are really willing to go the extra mile, who are going to make sure that they're in constant communication with their clients, who are going to make sure that they're getting every single dollar that they can for that client, which in turn is going to help us be able to not worry about that thing again, right? We're, we want to focus on the patient. We don't want to focus so much on the payments. And we know when somebody's in good hands and has good representation and protection, uh, you know, like with legal rideshare, that they're going to get everything that they need. And it makes our life as physicians, you know, much, much easier because we know at the end of that case, we're not going to have to, uh, you know, worry about going after the attorney for payments or anything like that. It's going to be seamless. It's going to be taken care of. And that quality communication uh, between medical, between legal is going to be crucial, uh, not only to make sure that that patient gets everything that they need, but that they're taken care of, uh, especially going into the future. Well, doctor, I, I really appreciate your time. And I, I want to give you the opportunity to let people know how they can reach you and your office uh, should they find themselves in an accident and need uh, medical advice or, or consultation. Yeah, sure. Uh, you can just Google accidenttreatmentcenters.com. That's accidenttreatmentcenters.com. There's a ton of information on there. We have about 31 locations throughout Chicago. Uh, that specialize in Cairo and physical therapy. We also have an ancillary network of imaging centers, uh, specialists, and everything that someone may need. It's a one-stop shop. And, and that's what we've developed over the last 12 years for somebody who's been in an accident. you know. And we also have case managers that help you walk through what your treatment process looks like, what you should be looking for, scheduling you for things that you need to be scheduled for, to take some of that stress 
take some of that burden off so you don't have to worry about those things and you can really just focus on getting better. Great deal. Well, thank you again, doctor. You've been a, a great source of information for our for our audience. And I know that um, we will certainly uh, see you soon in the future. Um, for everybody who's watched, we want to just thank you for tuning in and we'll be back next week on This Week in Rideshare. Thanks so much.